My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And producer Maria Is doesn't dead. like us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She died. Yeah. Oh, oh, rest in peace. Uh, Melissa, who are our patrons for the day? We've got Holly Ooh. and Alyssa. Holly and Alyssa, welcome, welcome to the team. We are so excited to have you. All right. Today's episode is bonkers bananas I thought we logo were brains. talking about because you asked about something else last week if we did an episode what? on this I was like oh that sounds cool but this is completely different I like to throw you off my trail yeah <laughs> I was <laughs> leading you off my trail today's episode is about a woman named Jennifer Seibert or is it uh-oh who killed her co-worker Jolene Cummings and potentially others. Oh. Is this the story of a real-life, talented Mrs. Ripley? Ooh. <laughs> Let's get into it. I've never heard of this. I found out about this, and it's the weirdest story ever. And 
keep the plot keeps changing. You think it's about a murder and then it unravels into something weirder and weirder, which oh, I thought was shit. just real web crawlers stuff. This episode starts in Fernandina Beach, Florida. It's a historic and charming seaport town, which you wouldn't expect from Florida, but I guess it exists. Sure. It's they say it's an ideal escape from everyday life or it's where this woman is escaping her past. Okay, so you go there if you're like, I gotta lay low. Yes, I maybe yeah. murdered some people. Yeah, and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go <laughs> okay, into the. I prote- I'm giving my own witness protection program here. Okay. You're frozen. Do you think that matter? Oh no! Now you're back. Now you're back. Okay, I'm back. But baby. it froze at a really great place where your eyelids were like half open, and oh, you're. Cool. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Great. This woman, Jennifer Seibert, she gets a job at a hair salon named Tangles. Tangles? That's the most Florida shit I've ever heard. It's in a mini mall, because what else would you want? (laughs) It's apparently her fifth job in six months, which to me is obviously a red flag. Yep. And she has spent years apparently hiding and running from her past. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the things that she has been running and hiding from is the secret about the fate of a woman named Kimberly Kessler. She is a woman who had gone missing from her small town in Pennsylvania in the 2000s. It took eight years for her family to file a missing persons report for some reason. And this woman, Kimberly Kessler, yeah, This woman, Kimberly Kessler, has never been found or had never been found at that point. Uh Uh-oh. But Seibert knew what happened to her, but had never told anyone and was guarding that secret. We will find out later what she knew. Oh, boy. Seibert was a logo brains. She never got along with anyone. She always thought that everyone plotted against her. And this started happening again at Tangles. <laughs> Tangles. <laughs> Tang- at Tangles, the hair salon at the mini mall in Florida. <laughs> Later on, we'll talk to, oh, not we will. I'll discuss Cybert's relationship with some of her exes, but Uh-oh. she had... She had stabbed two of her ex-boyfriends. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> but two, which is, you know, second time's the charm. She had also, and this is this is really fucked up, she had shot one of her ex's cats <gasps> with a gun. This oh, is not no. I know that's where it really crosses the line. That's this is not uh-uh. a good this is not a good woman. So Cybert's coworker, Jolene Cummings had kind of a sixth sense about Seibert and thought that there was something up with her. Cummings was last seen Saturday, May 12th, 2018. So this is a pretty recent thing that happened. Oh, this is Jolene. Okay. Yeah, Jolene. Jolene Cummings, she was a married mother of three, beautiful, happy. Uh, She was in her second marriage, but was still friends with uh, her previous husband. Jolene was last seen leaving work Saturday, May 12th at Tangle's Hair Salon. The last person to see Cummings was her coworker, 
Jennifer Seibert. Uh-huh. Now, one of the important things is that Sunday, May 13th, was Jolene Cummings' birthday and also Mother's Day. So oh. it would be very weird for Jolene to be missing on her own accord. You never miss day. a Mother's Day. You never miss a <laughs> Mother's Day or a birthday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when it's a combo, you got to be there. Think about those presents. So Cybert and Jolene had had several negative interactions at the salon. Jolene kept saying to all their coworkers, that woman is not who she says she is. There's something wrong with her. She's not who she says she is. Well, it turns out Jolene was right. Uh-oh. So on Saturday, May 12th, Jolene's ex-husband was waiting for Jolene to hand off the kids to her for Mother's Day and for her birthday. She's an hour late, which she never is. She's like the perfect mom, super punctual. She isn't answering her phone He gets worried and confused, so he just goes back home with the kids. He calls Jolene's mom and Jolene's new husband, and they report Jolene missing. Damn. They do, they search for her, they can't find her. So a few days later, on May 15th, the police ask to speak to Cybert because they hear that she is the last person to see Jolene. I guess they were the only two women working at the salon that day. Ooh, getting those tangles out. (laughs) They were brushing out those tangles. So someone calls the salon, or one of the police officers calls the salon to ask to speak to Cybert or to tell, you know, the salon that they're coming to speak to Cybert. Cybert's in the parking lot in front of the salon getting ready to go into work. The hostess calls Cybert on the phone and is like, hey, just so you know, the cops are coming in to talk to you for some reason, maybe about Jolene. Cybert drives off. Oh, that screeches out of the parking lot. That's not suspicious at all. Oh, the cops are here. (laughs) Screech. (laughs) Just pulling a U-turn and leaving skid marks in the parking lot. Cybert then calls the police station and says that they can't interview her and she can't talk to them because they'll put her name in a database and she has a really bad stalker and her stalker is a computer hacker and he checks the database all the time and he'll end up finding her and killing her. And the police are like... Melissa. (laughs) Well, if she, yeah, if she's not, no, if she's just questioned, your name doesn't go in a fucking database. Melissa would be the best cop. Melissa would be like, all right, girl, you're off. Have a good day. (laughs) Stalkers, am I right? (laughs) So the police check all of Seibert's addresses, like the address that she gave the tangles where she works and the addresses she has on her taxes and things like that. And they're all fake. They're all bogus. So they try to track her car and her license plate, and they find her a few cities away at a rest stop asleep in her car. Oh, no. And it's very clear that she had been living in her car, that she had no no place of residence. And when they find her, she had bandages all over her face and her hands. What? And they're like, 
this is weird. Like plastic surgery bandages or like fight bandages? Great clarifying question. So they were fight bandages. She had a scratch under her eye. She had a bite mark on her thumb. (laughs) And like pieces of her hair were like missing. Oh, no. Yeah. So she had been in a fight. Obviously, someone it was as if someone was defending themselves against her. Wonder who. So on Tuesday, May 16th, deputies deputies find Jolene Cummings SUV abandoned at a Home Depot parking lot in Yulee, which is close to where Tangles is. Uh-oh. There's still no sign of Jolene anywhere, but through surveillance, they start putting the puzzle together. Jolene's vehicle was parked at the Home Depot at 1.17 a.m., they see this from Home Depot surveillance, foot- surveillance footage. Several minutes later, someone exits the SUV, and guess who it is? <gasps> Seibert. Yeah, it's Jennifer Seibert exits the U- SUV. So the cop says, we were hoping to see Jolene get out of the vehicle, but who do you think it was? The Tangles hairstylist who last worked with Jolene on Saturday. She went by the name Jennifer Seibert. Oh, no. And what's crazy about that is that same night, she showed up at like a gas station, Jennifer Seibert did, and at the gas station was like, hey, and the gas station attendant remembers that she was covered in scratches and was bleeding and stuff. And Jennifer Seibert was like, I just got in a fight with my boyfriend. Can you call me a cab? But what had happened was... Right, with Jolene. That she she had just killed Jolene, oh. dropped her car off at the Home Depot, and then walked to the nearest gas station and then had to take a cab home because she had dr- driven Jolene's car. Now, they take Cybert in because now they have video evidence that they she had, you know, Jolene's car and had all these... There's enough circumstantial evidence to arrest her. They fingerprint her. And find out that she is not Jennifer Seibert. She is actually Kimberly Kessler. What? The woman we had talked about in the beginning who had been missing in Pennsylvania. Whoa. What? So she had, yes. So there is the woman we talked about in the beginning who had gone missing in Pennsylvania and no one filed a missing persons report for eight years and she had never been found. That was oh, her. shit. And she had been running. She essentially faked her own missing. Right. <laughs> faked her own. Faked her own disappearance. Fate, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. This is, why it's a two, <laughs> this is why it's a two woman show. She faked her own disappearance and then stole the identity of a dead woman jennifer cybert ripley the talented yes and then (laughs) mrs ripley calm the talented (laughs) that's an inside joke from our group chat um (laughs) and how she found the the dead woman to steal her identity was apparently kimberly kessler went to grave sites and would walk around and try to see and pick names try to see who was about the same age as her and would just take their oh, identity. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah, honestly, not too bad. Wow. So this Kimberly woman has a crazy past. 
As I said, she stabbed two boyfriends. <laughs> Why do I have I have written in the doc? She had stabbed two. Oh, oh former boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I re- meant to write former boyfriends, but formal. I wrote formal boyfriends. <laughs> they were exclusive. <laughs> two boys she was exclusive with. She sought what she shot one of their cats, which is nope. disgusting. Uh, yeah, that's I mean life in prison for that. <laughs> exactly. Another crazy thing is, so she had, she had a, or she has a child who obviously she doesn't have custody of, but the whole story on this child thing is crazy. I have to, so she was dating this man named Tid, Tid, she was dating a man named Tid, okay, I'm going to do it another time. Okay. She was dating a man named Tim Edwards. From 1997 to 1999. They had a son together in 1998. Tim thought the woman he was dating was named Melissa McKernan. Oh. It was not. Oh, no. It was Kimberly Kessler, but it was one of her many pseudonyms that she went by. So they had a child together. And she signed the birth certificate as Christina Melissa Brooke. Oh, God. And and so Tim was like, I'm so confused. Why did you sign the birth certificate as an entirely different name? And Kimberly, then going by Melissa and also Christina, I guess, was like, oh, I'm hiding from my family. They're abusive. And then she told her family, I'm I'm hiding from my boyfriend. They're abusive. So she had all these crazy reasons for all this. Then at one point, Tim states that Kessler was keeping their son Evan from him when he was around 15 months old and social services took custody of him. He, I quote, he said, I was to say right around 15 months when social services took him away from her. She was not letting me see him at the time. So she actually, I'm not 100% sure what happened. She had gotten into an argument with a neighbor. The neighbor called social services. She got into an argument when the lady was social services. And the next day they picked him up from daycare, Edwards says. At that point, she went to social services with a handgun oh. and tried to get him back and was arrested and then skip town after that, and then he was awarded sole custody. Oh, no. So that's just one of the crazy things Jeez. that she had done in her past. So she had a routine of, like, scam, steal, and then disappear. You can't show up to social services with a gun. You'd be like, I'm a good mother. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, this proves okay. it. This really, she's this, yeah, she's here. Look, get, give her the kid back. This is, this is good mothering. <laughs> She also, this is my favorite thing, and I put the, a little video of it up on my Instagram. She met a guy on Facebook, apparently. They started talking. The day after they met, she drove from Florida to Texas to meet him for lunch. That's crazy. <laughs> that in itself is insane. She then asked him to marry her. She, he rightfully said no and blocked her. And then he found out after this whole investigation that she was stalking him from several different catfish accounts. Amazing. Yes. I, the girl Who boss among stuff. us? He <laughs> has not catfished a yes. man from several different accounts. Several. Like also red flag that she has Facebook and it's like 2019. Also, yeah. 
<laughs> An ex-landlord said that she urinated on all the beds in the house that she was renting, and then he kicked her out of the house, and she would continue to break in. She's a menace. She's a menace, a menace to, society. to society. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, video episodes a day early, shoutouts. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become a patron. It's a cu- cup of coffee. It's a cup of coffee a month. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify and or on Spotify. Give us a five-star review and we will shout you out and read it. Also, we have a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Continue to call us. We will continue to play them no matter how your... long they are you don't have to, there's no competition you don't have to leave a six-part voicemail if, if no. you want we love all your voicemails yes you know what quality maybe it's quality over quantity yeah. yeah you never you never know just surprise us we've never we've rarely met a voicemail that we didn't like that's you know the only what? reason we don't play is if the audio quality is bad not because yes. of the content Yeah, not because of the content. We always love the content. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. 
Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Now, back to our program. By 2018, Kimberly Kessler had lived in 14 states, 33 cities, and had at least 17 different aliases. That's impressive. How do you even do that? You have to change your name, I guess. But who is she getting all these fake IDs from? Or does she? Does she know how to make stealing people's wallets and shit? Yeah, I mean that must be it. They didn't talk about it. It's weird. There was there's no Wikipedia on her. This is all stuff that I got from Reddit, Reddit and news articles. So with each identity, she changed how she dressed, how she walked. This is one of oh, also my weird. <laughs> this is also one of my favorite facts about her. Before she worked at Tangle, she worked at a place called Woody's Barbecue. And her manager was like, that woman ain't right. I saw her eat a pound of beef with her bare hands. <laughs> eat a pound of beef? <laughs> with her bare hands. <laughs> that, that, that ain't right. That ain't that one ain't right. And then she got her cosmetic license next. And her cosmetic license teacher said that she I guess probably they were doing chemical chemical peels or something in cosmetic class. I don't know. And I guess she asked the people in class if she could keep their sunburned skin peelings. What? (laughs) Yeah. And then at one point, I know, this girl's a freak. And then at one point, I know. And then at one point, there I guess there was a cabinet in class. And Jennifer put herself in the cabinet just to see if she could fit in it during class. (laughs) And then was like, I fit, I fit. And everyone in class was like, what is she doing? (laughs) She ain't right. (laughs) She's like in class asking if she could keep skin and just like putting herself in cabinets. I'm going to go see if I fit in this cabinet real quick. Yeah. Like she's just I mean a a bad person and just a weirdo. Wow. So then in 2018 she has her final job working at Tangles as as her latest identity Jennifer Seibert. Wow. Now now we get into the Google searches, which oh is never good and this is more su- circumstantial evidence. Before the murder Seibert had googled coworker guilty of killing coworker Missing person, body not found. No body means no crime. I mean, no body, no crime. <laughs> no body, no crime. No body, no, body crime. no crime. No body, no crime. She she Googled that 12 days before Jolene went missing. Well, okay. Then thousands more searches were found on her phone, including autopsy, cadavers, murderpedia, victimpedia, female murderers by county, Florida female murderers. And I'm like, honestly, I've Googled all those things. I feel oh, yeah. like maybe I was like, maybe she was starting a, a true crime podcast. Oh, absolutely but, possible. <laughs> yeah. We're, our, our, our search history is it's, honestly similar. It's frightening. <laughs> yeah. She also Googled plastination, oh. which is a, Yes, Plasti- disgusting. Plasticine th- that the Body Worlds exhibit in downtown LA. 
Yes. Where they slice open the bodies. You can see like all of it's fucking crazy. This German it's, guy invented it. Yes. It's so crazy, which is a way to preserve bodies. And it says the water and fat are replaced by certain plastics yielding specimens that can be touched, do not smell or decay. And even retain most properties of the original sample. Was she planning on like preserving this woman's body? I mean, maybe. It's disgusting. Yeah. A few days earlier, also, she had gone to the store and bought a bunch of zip ties. (laughs) Apparently, from the person she bought them from, she bought the zip ties. And when she was paying, she like winked or something. And she freaked what? the guy out so much that the guy called the cops to report it. You got to be doing something <laughs> crazy to buy zip ties. And someone's like, oh, they're about to murder someone. Yeah, it's either BDSM or murder. And this yeah. guy was like, this doesn't look like BDSM. <laughs> At Walmart, she bought ammonia, an electric, electric knife, gloves, and trash bags the morning of the murder. Maybe she was cooking a turkey dinner and then... Exactly. Clean the counter afterwards. (laughs) Exactly. So there's also videos of her dumping heavy bags of trash into the salon dumpster, which are believed to be the dismembered (gasps) body parts of Jolene. Oh, no. Horrific. Yeah. So police search the salon and they find evidence of blood everywhere (gasps) using, um, what is it? Luminosity or the light? Luminol. 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 Yeah. There's blood on the walls, cabinets, on the, on the floor, and on a mop. So obviously something had to happen there. Cybert also has a storage container, and or Kimberly Kessler, or like whatever her name is. And they find more evidence of blood on some combat boots there, as well as an extensive wig collection. Oh. Yeah. Several cut ponytails. What, like real hair ponytails? Yeah, that part confused me. Like, is she keeping the hair of her oh, maybe. clients? Like, that's disgusting. Several license plates for different cities. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Several different forms of identification. Four different cell phones. They also find Jolene's nail in a storage bin and Jolene's blood on a pair of scissors. Well, so, I mean, what more evidence yeah. do you need? Exactly. So she's arrested. She says that all the scratches on her face and stuff are from a motorcycle accident. Obviously, it's not. She keeps saying that all the coverage and interest in the murder is because of the Illuminati and the Illuminati is on her ass. She says that Jolene's family is deeply into the Illuminati and secret societies. And that's why this case is getting so much attention and is such a big deal. Oh, no. She went off the deep end. She went off the deep end. Well, was it a plot to? Who knows? So she's convicted unanimously by jurors using circumstantial evidence because they don't have Jolene's body. The trial was started in 2019. The judge said that Kimberly was rendered incompetent to stand trial after evaluation by two different doctors. Yeah, she seems a little off. Yeah, well, it's that cabinet, that little cabinet, that cabinet was, sunburn bit. Yeah, yeah the skin that really did it in the cabinet. That's <laughs> that did it. She went on a fifty-day hunger strike in jail. <gasps> yeah, Can you survive she went for fifty days on just like water. Well, they had to keep taking her to the hospital oh, to get nourishment. Her. 
Yeah. Oh. She went from 200 pounds to 74 pounds. <gasps> she apparently attempted suicide twice. She would get naked. She would objectify the guards. Guards. She would smear feces on herself and the walls oh, and throw no. feces at the guards. Oh, yeah. no. She was not a good prisoner. They eventually transferred her and the corrections officers celebrated when they got when she got transferred <laughs> the nassau county sheriff's o- sheriff's office had a cake and ice cream party friday afternoon uh this first coast news article said but it wasn't to celebrate a birthday or a retirement sheriff bill leeper says it was an incarceration relocation celebration to celebrate the transport of convicted killer kimberly kessler from their jail after over three years of causing headaches for the correctional staff jeez yeah so she ultimately got life in prison but the police do not think that this was her first and only murder they oh. think that she could have potentially been a serial killer. I bet. Yeah. So police found a list of names that she had been keeping. And next to the names had words like Satanist, witch, Satanist gang. There were a few names of people on the list who had who are dead. Who, oh. Who are dead, murdered, missing, who are like unsolved cases. Oh, she killed One of the them. names... <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the names is Kurt Christopher Allen. Another is Grace Bartling. I didn't have a chance to look into them, but the police are like, we think that she is a serial killer, that she probably killed these people as well, and that this is just what she got caught for. Because why else is she having yeah. all these? Why else is she huh. running? Damn. So she's life in prison. She's still alive? Yeah. Yeah, so she had this just list of... So they think these are all previous. Um, huh. Yeah, it says, Among the searches investigators found on Kessler's iPhone were more than 60 names along with the words Satanist, Witch, and Evil Murderous Gang. Front and center on that list is the name Kurt Christopher Allen. On phone interviews, we hear investigators asking about Allen. Uh, an unidentified woman who went to high school with Kessler in Butler, Pennsylvania, said she went from dating the most popular guy in school to dating Bob Allen. A Nassau detective then asked her if Bob Allen went also by the name Christopher Kurt Allen. Oh, yeah. So I think oh, wow, I mean, a picture I, of this list of like gibberish. <laughs> that she Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's the rantings of a mad woman. Wow. But it seems like she has like a kill list. Yeah. And who knows if some of this is people she wants to kill or people Damn. she has witches from shelters, especially I don't see what it says, but she had uh, she had also in the past, I didn't mention this, but she had been in w- various wi- uh, women's shelters and had gotten in fights with people there. So, I mean... That if you know anything more about her, or if you think she is a serial killer, or if you have any theories about this list um, or the people on it, you can see the list online if you if you Google her. Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail All right. Well, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And that's our show. That's all. Bye.
original. Powered by ACAS. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.